This is episode number 36 of Ships on the Effect of Broadcasting Our Interactions. Welcome to Ships. My name is Pat McAndrew, and I am a professional actor, speaker, and coach. In every episode, we discuss a message related to the most important vessels in our lives. Thanks for being here today. Now let's set sail. social media is an incredibly interesting space. I'd be very curious to see what people from the turn of last century of the 20th century going into the year 1900, what they would think of our communications and the way that we interact with each other in the online world. When we are on social media, although we might be commenting specifically to one person, an entire community of hundreds, maybe even thousands of people can see these comments. It's a very interesting concept that social media has brought into the mainstream of how we live. Only maybe 20 years ago, conversations would tend to happen just privately, unless you were within a group of friends at a party or something like that. You would interact either face-to-face, one-on-one, you would perhaps write each other letters or have a phone call. You would occasionally have the conference call or when AOL chat rooms started, you would have those and multiple people would be in there chatting and it was so cool and exciting. But with the advent of social media, with Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, a wide variety, YouTube. Now we are broadcasting these interactions to a wide mass of people. And what might usually be reserved for a discussion between two people is now broadcast to the entire world. So how does this then structure the way in which we communicate online? And then in turn, the way that we communicate in person is a commenting conversation between two people, an invitation for others to engage, or a means to make others feel excluded. I'll see this a lot of times on social media where someone will post something and then another will comment. And sometimes it's just that one person that comments and then a conversation ensues between that person who commented and then the original person who posted. And it's this long drawn out conversation. I think to myself like, oh, well, wouldn't it that be easier just to have that sort of conversation on the phone or maybe even through text messaging? And instead, it's broadcast to hundreds of people. It appears in the news feeds of hundreds of people, perhaps people that don't really want to see this conversation. But how does the fact that these comments, that these posts, how does it structure the way in which we communicate with one another? The way that we talk online, I can only imagine, is incredibly different from how we communicate in person. I also think that commenting on celebrities or influencers posts 
is an interesting thing too. I mean, I'm guilty of this as much as anyone else. I wonder if commenting on a celebrity's post feigns a close friendship with them. And is that post just to show off to the rest of your following or friends and kind of like this way of being like, oh, yes, like I'm commenting on this person's post. Like we're really close. We're really tight. I have a relationship with them. And that's when things become really fuzzy is how strong of relationships can we really build on the online space? Now, I think, as I've said in past podcast episodes, that I think it's very possible to make initial contact on social media. I think it's great for that. There's so many great people that I've met online. But I think the important thing is then transferring those online relationships to in-person relationships that you will then be able to grow and cultivate because you're not going to really get any traction with an online relationship unless you then bring it in person. Also, political conversations happening online are a whole other terrain. Political debates happen all of the time on Facebook and Twitter. And as I mentioned before, these conversations will often pop up in our news feeds unwanted. So what does this say about the type of interaction that we have? that we're able to have this very in-depth political debate just commenting back and forth and back and forth, sometimes with maybe only one, maybe two other people. But this conversation, this debate is broadcasted in front of everybody else. I think something that we really seriously need to think about is that we are tailoring an editing and refining and perfecting our conversations online. We can easily go back and tweak something that we had posted in the past. We can go back and tweak a comment that we had left previously. Our comments, our posts, everything that we put online is filtered. I mean, it's kind of interesting, actually, because sometimes when you see comments and posts online, they seem incredibly reactionary. They're like, oh, my gosh, why would this person ever post this? Oh, they must have been really angry, and I guess they didn't think things through. But when you post something online, you have to think it through. As you're typing, as you're going through it all, you're making a conscious decision to put it out there for the world. And I think a lot of us forget that. A lot of us forget the informality that exists on social media. And we forget that our words are really a broadcast to the world. Even if it's just this short little comment on a funny video that somebody posted. I wonder if a lot of these conversations that happen online should stay private. You know, I suppose that people can keep their conversations private through text messages or through phone calls, whoever still does phone calls nowadays. But there must be some sort of subconscious reason that we think in our heads, oh, okay, I'm going to post this or I'm going to comment this in a way that we know that the whole world will be watching. Whether it's trying to post a really humorous comment, whether it's 
trying to post something that you know will stir the pot of controversy. I think this goes back to the feedback loop, the feedback loop of social media and the fact that when we post something, when we comment, when we share, we're looking for feedback from the external world. We're looking for some signs of, of response that's going to give us instant gratification, whether it just be a like, whether it be a comment, whether it be a share. And it's really interesting if you take a step out. So we're actively doing this, we're actively posting, we're actively commenting. But if we take a step out and if we're the observers, if we're the ones that are just scrolling through our news feed and we see all of these comments, we see all of these posts, I wonder if endless comments back and forth may create a jealousy in the observers. Actually, I believe that it does. Or at the very least, it brings out insecurities on both ends. I wrote about this in an article a while ago about how when people aren't in the status, like there's this very popular thing to do where if you're out with friends, you will post about it and say, oh, I'm at this bar with these five people. And if you're not one of those five people and you see that post, there can be an incredible amount of jealousy that takes place. There could be a lot of insecurities that come up, really a lot of nasty feelings, especially if you're a teenager or adolescent, you're still forming, you not, might not be sure of who you are, you're trying to discover yourself. But even for adults as well, where your adult friends might be hanging out and you might feel really sad that you're not there or really sad that you weren't invited. And this is something that I think we also need to be conscious of when we're posting online. Really figure out why are we posting this right now? Why are we broadcasting this interaction? Is it to just be able to tell the world that I'm out doing things and I have a fun and active and busy life? Is it because I'm really proud of the people that I'm hanging out with and kind of want to show it off to the world? Or am I just posting this because that's what people do and I feel like I need to. I feel like I need to alert the world what I'm up to because society says that's what we have to do today. I think it's really important to think about these things because there is always going to be hundreds of people on the other end of your post. Unless you just joined Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, there there might be only like 10 people on the other side of the post. But it's the same general idea that when you post something, there are going to be a lot of people who see it. And it's important to be really intentional with regards to what you're posting and keeping in mind who's going to be seeing what you're posting. And... Also, how they're going to be feeling. Now, I'm not saying that we should be responsible for how our Facebook quote-unquote friends feel, but it's important to note that everyone's going to react to these things in a different way. And so it's always important to keep in mind the responsibility that one has when they are posting online and the impact that it could potentially have, whether positive or negative that it could have on the social media community. This leaves us thinking about 
how we communicate online and the repercussions of what we say and the effect that it could have on people. Not only that, but you can have a deep conversation through commenting and not even think about the fact that hundreds of thousands of people have access to what you've written. So, what is the purpose for communicating this way? What is being said online that can't be said via text message or phone call? I think these are questions that we really need to seriously consider before we broadcast our interactions to the online world. I hope this gives you a lot to think about in how you post and interact on social media on a daily basis. If you liked this episode and you think it will resonate with a friend of yours or maybe a family member, feel free to share it, like it, comment, leave me a review. I would really appreciate it. Or if you have the Anchor app, feel free to call in and leave a voicemail. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your thoughts on my thoughts and would love to hear any suggestions or questions that you may have in order to improve the ship's podcast. You also have the opportunity to support this podcast. Supporting this podcast will allow me to continue producing episodes just like this one, as well as have on amazing and inspiring guests. So if you have the opportunity to support, please do. Thank you so much for your support, for always joining me on these episodes of Ships. I cannot wait to join you in the next one. I'll catch you all soon. Bye.